In today's show, we're previewing week five in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Week 5 coming up in the NBA. I'm going to do my best to preview it because I don't know if games are going to be postponed or what's going to happen during the week. But as things currently stand, I'm going to go through how things look, players you can add, players that you can sit, uh, stream strategies, all that sort of stuff. So let's start talking about it right now. Let's have a look how the week looks. No five-game weeks, no two-game weeks. The uh, majority of teams, the, the marginal majority of teams play four games. 16 teams play four games. 14 teams play three games. So when we're looking at this, the Brooklyn Nets, the Miami Heat, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Mavericks, Suns, Magic, Grizzlies, Pistons, Blazers, Raptors, Spurs, Wolves, Bucks, Rockets, and Warriors all play four games. The other 14 teams, they all play three games. There's nothing completely outrageous outside of um, the Blazers. All four of their games are at home. All three of the Clippers games are at home. All three of the Jazz games are at home, while the Wizards and the Thunder and the Pelicans play all three of their games on the road. So there's no team that plays all four on the road like we had the Pacers with a five-game road trip that turned into a four-game road trip. Last week, we are looking at you know, pretty even in terms of four and three-game splits for this week, but that all could be changed. Some teams might play three. Some teams might play two. We just don't know what's going to happen with um, with postponements. Of course, this week, we also have Martin Luther King Day coming up. So we've got a, you know, a quite busy Monday, a very, very quiet Tuesday, uh, a very now why is why, I'm trying to work out why is that Tuesday so busy or oh, so quiet sorry with only uh, two games on the Tuesday but we've got a very busy Monday which actually you know what I should talk about that right now and move that across and have a look at the the week how it plays out because we've got nine games on Monday two games on Tuesday um, and then eleven games on Wednesday three games on Thursday. 13 games on Friday, that is an absolute disaster. Seven games on Saturday and eight games on Sunday. And by disaster, I mean disaster for me having to write up recaps and set all the projections and stuff for a 13-game day. That is always a big one when that happens. But what that means for us in a streaming perspective, and again, if you don't know what streaming is, it just means getting guys in, uh, you're rotating through a roster spot, adding someone for one day, dropping them, adding someone the next day, dropping them, and moving through to maximize games played through one roster spot. Um, but on days when there are a lot of games on, you can't really stream. So on Wednesday with 11 games, if you add someone, you probably aren't going to actually be able to put them into your active lineup, so it's a waste. On Friday, you definitely won't have an active roster spot. In fact, on the Friday, you'll have to make decisions as to who starts and who sits. 
You can stream on the Tuesday with two games in. You can stream on the Thursday with three games. You can stream on the Saturday with seven. And you can stream on the Sunday with eight. So we're looking at a four-day streaming week. The Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday for this upcoming week. So let's have a look at how we stream in for the week and which teams have the best ability to do that. We want to look at which teams play on those low-volume days the most. And as I often will say, like you'll see a team with four games. Let's use the Houston Rockets, for example. And you say, well, that's great. They've got a whole bunch of injuries. Jay Sean Tate, four games. Great streamer for the week. Maybe, maybe not, probably not. Because they play just one game on those low-volume days. Whereas if you look at the Utah Jazz, they only have three games in total, but all three of them are on low-volume days. So you could be adding a Jordan Clarkson, who should already be rostered. You could add a Derek Favors. You could even add George Niang if you wanted to, or Joe Ingles if he's back. And you could be able to use that player three times during the week versus Tate, who you might play once. And while on the surface, the four games for the Rockets looks better than three games, it's actually significantly worse. Now, that really does depend on your league and your setup and your roster, because you might look at it and go, well, Josh, actually on Wednesday, I've only got eight players playing, so I can stream on that day. Or amazingly on Friday, of the four teams that don't play at all, I've got five players that come from those four teams, so therefore I do have a roster spot. I can't speak in specifics for literally everyone's situation. Just the vast majority of people won't have a streaming spot on Wednesday and Friday and on Monday. So that's the days we're looking to target here. And as I said, you look at the Jazz or you look at the Pelicans, all three of their games this week are on low-volume days. So maybe you want to take a flyer on Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I'm not sure how that'll go, but his three games could be really valuable. Maybe you take it on Josh Hart. Maybe someone dropped Eric Bledsoe and you can get his three games in. Maybe you want Jackson Hayes in a very deep league. That's the way to look at it. The next bunch of teams all play two games, which are on low-volume days. The Knicks, the Bucks, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Thunder, and the Nuggets. Everybody else only has one, or uh, in some cases zero, but no, everybody has at least one quality game outside of those eight teams that I mentioned. So they're going to have the most streaming value. If your league has acquisition limits, you need to make sure that you're paying attention to when you're adding players and getting the most bang for your buck. And that's what I'm going to tell you about right now, because when we look at back-to-backs, 22 teams have back-to-backs this this week. And when I say that, I think it's important for me to to mention that we're not talking about back-to-backs that are played exclusively within Monday to Sunday because some of these are back-to-backs that lead into Monday. So a Sunday from this week, Monday back-to-back. But it doesn't matter if it leads in that way because if a player is going to sit a back-to-back, then adding them yeah, for the Monday, if they, they play on the Sunday, they'll sit the Monday and that impacts you. And then there's a Sunday to Monday back-to-back um, for, for the for the next week. And I think that's important to note. So 22 teams have those back-to-backs. The New York Knicks, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Chicago Bulls have two back-to-backs. That's especially important if you're looking in a weaker league, uh, a weekly league, sorry, and uh, starting someone like... Percentages. The Mavericks have a Sunday-Monday back-to-back, so you might not get Porzingis on Monday. They have a Friday-Saturday back-to-back, so you might not get him in one of those games. So maybe you get Porzingis playing Wednesday and Friday. Two games out of four. That's, that's something to pay attention to. 
The New York Knicks have two back-to-backs. That doesn't really matter much in terms of sitting players because it's Tom Thibodeau, but it's important to note that they do have those back-to-backs. So if you add a Knicks player on Sunday, you'll get them on Monday as well, and then they have that Thursday-Friday combination, and the Chicago Bulls have the two back-to-backs too. They have the Sunday-Monday combination, so Patrick Williams, Otto Porter, um, maybe Thomas Sadoransky if he's back. And then they have the Friday-Saturday combination, although you're adding some that Friday-Saturday with the 13 games on, you're probably not, not going to get much use there. The Brooklyn Nets, they have... Um there's a whole, yeah, a whole bunch of teams that have back-to-backs this week, but the teams we need to pay attention to are the Dallas Mavericks with Porzingis, as I mentioned. The Nets have a back-to-back, and that means you're probably going to get... I was going to say you might get Durant sitting up, but you won't because he played the back-to-back last time. Uh, you might get Kyrie. That That's one to watch. Detroit with Blake Griffin. The Thunder with Al Horford, who's out anyway at the moment with personal reasons. And the Houston Rockets with Victor Oladipo and John Wall. They have a back-to-back on. Let me just find it. Uh, Friday, Saturday. So you might only get one game out of those guys during the week. So we're looking at streaming. There is no you know, early back-to-back that we can stream. So Monday, Tuesday, you probably can't activate a player. Tuesday, Wednesday doesn't work. Wednesday, Thursday doesn't work. Thursday, Friday doesn't work. What we do have to look at is the pseudo back-to-back. So adding someone for Tuesday, and then you don't... You know, Wednesday, you've got the full roster anyway. Then you've got them on the Thursday. So that's the Jazz and the Pelicans. I already mentioned Jazz players. If Boyan Bogdanovich has dropped, he's a strong ad. Joe Ingles, uh, George Niang, Derek Favors, Jordan Clarkson. The Pelicans with Alexander Walk and uh, Jackson Hayes is another guy. Josh the Hitman Hart, JJ Redick. Thursday, Saturday is another pseudo back-to-back. We've got the Jazz and the Pelicans there again. We've also got the Warriors uh, creeping up. Maybe you look at Damian Lee. Maybe you look at... Um, Ken Baysmore in deeper leagues. Then you've got the Lakers. Contavious Caldwell-Pope would be a good option. Alex Caruso is a solid enough guy. Uh, Marcus Sol could be an option on that Thursday to Saturday pseudo back-to-back. And then the only back-to-back that we're able to really use is the Saturday and Sunday combination. And unfortunately, there's no teams that play the Saturday and Sunday back-to-back, which is a relatively common thing that the NBA has been doing of late. So in weekly leagues, who are players you could add that might be useful? PJ Tucker for this week um, with some absences in Houston. I think he is a guy that's available in a lot of spots. You might be able to get him in there for the week. Jared Vanderbilt with Carl Anthony Towns out. We could also include Naz Reed or Ed Davis in there, but Vanderbilt has the highest upside. Also, Wancho Hernan Gomez is out. Josh Kogi, who's now back to starting. He's another option for the Timberwolves for this week. So I think he is another guy in a weekly league. Interestingly, Okogi, I think I said this the other day, hasn't had a single steal all season at the time of me recording. And then Gary Trent Jr. Nice, Gary! Now, of course, those Timberwolves players, Vanderbilt and Okogi, that's all uh, dependent on whether they're able to play because the Wolves had to have their game cancelled on Friday. But if they are able to play, there is value in those players. Gary Trent should get some extra minutes because Yusuf Nurkic is out. And the reason that is because we see more Mallow and Covington combinations, meaning that those Mallow wing minutes can get taken up by Gary Trent Jr. It's not Trent replacing Nurkic. It's always about cascade type effects. That's for category leagues. For points leagues, Cole Anthony still available in over 50% of leagues. I guess your rope's getting pretty uh, short with him, but I'm still okay for the week. Josh Jackson, Kelly Olenek, and DeLon Wright could be options to add for weekly leagues in points. I'm not doing daily stream targets on these shows anymore, as I mentioned last week, because on my What to Watch for videos during the week, it's better to attack that one day in advance. No point me saying stream this guy on Saturday when so much could have changed there. I realized that was foolish to begin with. So what we do is on the What to Watch for Saturday show, we look at some stream options for Saturday, which would make a lot more sense, doesn't it? All right, players to sit. 
Tyrese Maxey, I don't think we want to start him in a weekly league. Uh, Shake Milton's back, Seth Curry will be back, and the Sixers only play three games. So we can sit him. MC Hamadou, Diallo. Um, Diallo, the Thunder only have three games. He's not that good. We saw that fall off last game. I just don't see him as being someone we'd want to start. And he is rostered in, in a fair chunk of leagues, so I don't think we want to start him. Tyus Jones with Ja Morant likely to return. His value is going to go absolutely in the toilet, so he can be a player that we sit. And then Farton Will Barton. We could get Michael Porter back next week, uh, perhaps the end of the week. Um, but the Nuggets only play the three games anyway, so you might get one game of Barton on Tuesday and then Porter's back for the Friday-Saturday, and his value could really disappear after that. Players to sit in points leagues, Kemba Walker, he should return this week, but I wouldn't start him. I think Eric Bledsoe is a sit in a weekly league for points. Now, I talked about the Pelicans being a great stream option in daily changes, and that's because of when those games fall. But for a weekly league, they only play three total games, so Bledsoe would be hard to roster there or to hard to start. Jared Allen for Cleveland, I think that sounds weird. Uh, that's hard for him to start. We just don't know how the minutes look. And then Seth Curry returning from COVID probably is not someone that you'd want to start in your lineups this week. For deeper leagues, players we can add, we should get Dorian Finney-Smith returning. I think he would be someone to add. PJ Tucker is available in over 80% of advanced leagues, so that's good. Jared Vanderbilt and Jeff Green, some other guys to look at in those deeper formats. Of course, you can see my projections all over on Basketball Monster daily. Daily? That's the wrong word. They are updated daily. So you can go and check that out over there. Weekly schedules, weekly projections, daily projections, stream monsters, all that sort of stuff. I don't know why I said monster. Monster page, which helps you with your league, guys. All right, we're going to be done here. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.